first pitch. And Reddick pops it up on the infield. Coming in is Seeger just to the left of the pitcher's mound, makes the catch, and that is the ball game. The Houston Astros lose their third in a row to the Seattle Mariners, falling tonight by a final of three to two. And seven straight home losses for the Astros. This is another Astros podcast. Greetings from Minute Maid Park, where today the Houston Astros wrap up a four-game series against the Seattle Mariners. Astros looking to get back on the winning track as they've dropped the first three games of this series, including a 3-2 loss to the Mariners last night. Tyler White had a two-run single. Charlie Morton gave up three runs in six innings but got the loss as the Mariners have won three straight while the Astros have lost three in a row. Astros 73-45, and 45, first in the AL West, three and a half games ahead of the A's, and they're five games ahead of the third-place Mariners, who have a record of 68-50. and 50. Today's pitching matchup is brought to you by DraftKings. Step up to the plate with DraftKings One Day Fantasy Baseball to win big cash prizes. Just download the DraftKings app or head to DraftKings.com and get a free entry with promo code ASTROS. DraftKings, the game inside the game. Dallas Keuchel gets the ball for the Astros today, and Keuchel, he has been pitching very well over his last 10 starts, 6-1 and one with a 2.29 ERA. Yeah, he's kept the team in, in just about every one of those games. The team is 8-2 and two in, in those contests as well, so very consistent. The Astros starting pitchers have been phenomenal this year. They've been keeping the team in the game almost every single night out, and you can't ask for anything more than that. They just got to get the bat started, but Keuchel, you can expect to keep doing what he's doing. The fastball, throwing inside and elevating, has been the big key for him uh, going forward. I would expect him to continue to use that and that good changeup second and third time through the order. Erasmo Ramirez getting the ball for the Seattle Mariners, and he has had a, a lost season to this point, has been on the DL twice, has been out since May with a shoulder injury coming back today. Just two starts so far this year for Ramirez. Yeah, and even his last rehab start wasn't that good for Erasmo. He's got plenty of experience. Uh, I don't think there's a lot of expectation from Scott Service, the manager for Seattle, as far as length in this ballgame. He wants to rely on Ramirez maybe giving him four or five innings, stay in the ball game, and then turn it over to the bullpen. But R- Ramirez, he's smart. He keeps the ball very low, keeps the ball in the ballpark for the most part. So expect a, a good contest between two pitchers that know what they're doing. Astros getting set to take on the Mariners. Today's keys to the game brought to you by National Car Rental. Well, it's a very small sample size for Erasmo Ramirez, the Mariners starter this year. Just two starts, nine and two-thirds innings. The number that jumps out at yeah. you, though, seven home runs allowed over those nine and two-thirds innings, including a start against Cleveland in April in which he gave up five home runs. And that leads me to believe that's why he went on on the shelf. Yep. I mean, he was probably injured and elevating some, some pitches. Uh, when he's going good, he lives at the knees and below the knees. He can cut it to both sides of the plate, uh, has good late movement. Uh, so elevating pitches, giving up the long ball, really is in his, in his track record throughout his seven years as a major league pitcher. few secrets between Keuchel and right. the Mariners making his – 18th career start against them, his fourth this year, and his last one came just two starts ago. He's pitched very well against this Mariners ball club. Yeah, and the, the cool thing about Dallas Keuchel is he can get you out in so many different ways and, and turn into a different pitcher second and third time through the lineup. And He's very smart, very savvy, has great mechanics, so he can move the ball around just about wherever he wants. Coming up next, we'll hear from Astros general manager Jeff Luno. The Houston Astros Radio Network. See you later! A great! Fire for Evan Gaddis. Robert Ford and Steve Sparks. 
Hey, gets to take the slow jog, clearing the bases. Evan Gaddis. Is it just me, or does Evan Gaddis remind anyone else of Captain Caveman? The Houston Astros. A beard the size of Texas. Radio Network. Welcome back. Robert Ford and Steve Sparks joined by Astros General Manager Jeff Luno before the Astros take on the Seattle Mariners. And, uh, Jeff, the we've seen the offense uh, struggle in this series against the Mariners, really struggle even before that. But, of course, you're not playing with a full deck, dealing with some injuries to some key players and, and just trying to – to stay afloat and, and stay ahead in the division. It's going to be a tight division race all the way to the end. There's three good teams battling it out, and I think that's going to make whoever comes out ahead a little more prepared for the postseason. So I, I invite it. You know, we have a same or one game better record than we did last year at this time, but we have a much smaller division lead, and, and I think that's going to keep us focused. As far as the offense goes, you know, when you lose Springer, Correa, and Altuve, you're going you're gonna to lack some offense, but... I've been very pleased with what Tyler White's been able to do. I've been pleased with what Tony Kemp's been able to do. And, you know, sometimes the Grizzlies win games and sometimes they uh, they <laughs> yeah. can't produce enough offense against Major League Pitching. But uh, I've been proud of those guys, and I think it's about to turn around for us. But you guys do get uh, Carlos Correa back a couple of days ago, and that has to be a big relief to see him out there healthy. He's the captain out on the infield for for your team and quite a presence in the middle of the lineup. It's huge for us and it takes a little bit of the pressure off all the other guys. Everybody can go back to their normal defensive positions and you know Carlos is first two games back looks like you know he's going to need a few games to get in a groove but we know it's coming. We know the type of player he is and once he's once he gets hot I expect uh, the, the whole team to respond. So George Springer Jose Altuve both still on the DL among the Astros on the disabled list. Uh, sounds like Springer's been taking some BP in the cage. Altuve maybe a little further behind. What, what's the, what are the updates on those guys? I think we're going to see Springer back first, and, and he's chomping at the bit, and we really dodged a bullet there because that could have been a lot worse. So you know, we'll, see, we'll see him uh, at the beginning of the road trip, and then hopefully Altuve will be not too far after that. With Altuve, it's really about how he feels and how he responds, and so there's a little bit more questions. Uh, with George, we know it's just a matter of a, a few more days, and then he'll be ready to go. Jeff, did you guys get a real good feel on, on what the injury really was to Altuve, or is it kind of messed around a little bit with a setback or two? It's it's an unusual injury, not one that we've dealt with a lot, and so there's ways to manage through it um, and different solutions. But really, right now, the you know it's about Altuve is probably going to have to play with a little bit of discomfort the okay. rest of the year. Um, but he's you know the guy is a gamer and he wants to be out there, and I think our our doctors are doing everything they can to find uh, the right solution for him. So we'll, we'll figure it out. He'll be back out there. We need him. He knows that, and, and we know that, and, and he's a big part of what we're trying to do this year. You know, Brian McCann is a guy who you know, we'd heard beginning of September, obviously, for him being back. He's, we've seen him taking batting practice on the field. It's safe to say he's a little ahead of schedule. He is, and I think what we're going to do is uh, send him out at some point in the next week to get out to play some games. We're looking at Fresno and Corpus schedule, and, since we're on the West Coast, uh, Fresno may be a good place for him to go. And then when we come back here, maybe he comes uh, comes over to Corpus. But, you know, we need to have him ready to go because if one of our catchers uh, has a sep- an injury of some sort and we need a catcher, you know, he's the guy. So I think uh, he'll probably DH a couple games first, then start catching, and, and we'll see where he is. But I do expect he, he's beating the timeline so far, and I think uh, he'll be ready to go probably by the last week of August. Jeff, you've, you've got to be thrilled with the pitching staff as a whole. They're keeping the team in every game. If the offense begins to click the way you guys expect, you guys should get on a really good roll again. I, I think we will. The, the starting rotation has been good all year, and they, they give us a chance to win. Right now, our bullpen is about as good as it's been all year. And and really, it's you know it's making sure we score runs off of the opposing pitchers. And 
There's times we do and there's times we don't. But I do like the fact that we went on the road and we played some really tough games, one-run games, and came out on the winning side because those are more like what we're going to face in the playoffs. The Astros right now going with four starters since McCullers uh, went on the DL with the forearm injury. and uh, The 21st is the first time that you have to have a fifth starter. That'll be on the Astros' next road trip. Do you think you guys will wait until then? We talked about fifth starter candidates last week, but do you think you'll wait until the 21st or maybe try to insert someone in the rotation a little sooner than that? We have to have a few different contingency plans. We could use someone from our bullpen to start. Uh, we could also bring someone up from AAA, so we need to make sure there's a couple guys lined up uh, for those options. So at this point, because we have the extra off days in this week coming up, we're going to stick with our four-man rotation. We're going to see how much of our bullpen we use. Right now, our bullpen is very rested, so if we had to do a bullpen day somewhere along the line, it'd probably be okay. So uh, we'll have a couple contingency plans. We won't have to make a final decision until a few days before. One person in your bullpen is lefty CNL Perez, who hasn't been pitching much at, at all. So if he's one of those candidates, do you feel like you need to get him stretched out, maybe a, a minor league appearance before maybe making him uh, a, a member of the rotation? I don't think he's an option only because he was a starter and then we moved him into the bullpen. Then he went back to starter and then bullpen. We want to kind of keep him in the bullpen okay. for the rest of the year. Um, so he's, he's such a young player and he's got so much upside. And while he may be a starter down the road, I think for the rest of this year, he's a reliever. We have so many good options in AAA right now yep. between Thornton and Armenteros and, and Valdez and, and James and Brady Rogers that uh, I think uh, we're, we're pretty covered in terms of starters. You know, talking about some of the guys down in the minor leagues, time of the year where you start thinking about September call-ups uh, and how the Astros are, are going to handle that. And, of course, the Astros uh, looking for another division title, so I know that affects it as well. Also a big part of it, too, there are always some guys that you need to protect after the season uh, on the 40-man roster so they're not exposed in, in, the, in the Rule 5 draft. I'd imagine you guys have started that process of, of kind of weighing all that. We have, and the first part of it is getting our guys back and healthy, and yep. that's another six guys that uh, we'll get back, including Jake, and so that'll automatically take us up to 31, and then the question is, how many guys do you want to carry the month of September? And, and my rule of thumb when we're competing for a playoff spot is need to be guys that we're going to actually use in games. So obviously we're going to bring up a couple of pitchers to help in, in games one way or another when we're winning by a lot or losing. Um, and then, you know, do you need a guy like a Miles Straw to pinch run? Mm. Maybe if Jake and, and the rest of the and, and Fisher are up here and they can do that, you know, I don't know how often we'll use them. Um, you look at other players down there, A.J. Reed, he's having another nice year, three in a row. Um, you know, J.D. Davis, can he come back? So we're going to sort through all of that, but, but really we want guys up here that are going to actually play a role and maybe allow us to rest some of our core players. Hey, we haven't seen Forrest Whitley in a long time. He's battling that oblique injury. Where's he at right now? He's on the mound, and he's getting ready to pitch in games again. And, you know, unfortunately, he's not going to have a ton of opportunity before the minor league season ends. Yep. Uh, he's a guy we're talking about maybe sending to the fall league to get some innings. Um, but we're pleased with his progress uh, as far as recovering from the injury. And he needs to just get out there and get some innings under his belt because he's pretty much had a setback, this, you know, two setbacks this year that uh, did not allow him to get the innings that we were hoping. Meanwhile, Kyle Tucker in the lineup today, brought back up when Jake Marisnik went on the disabled list yesterday. He was sent down for about a week and a half after uh, a month up in the big leagues and, and really struggled during his time here, but was swinging the bat really well at Fresno after getting sent down. What were the things that you guys told Kyle Tucker you wanted to see him work on when you sent him down? The first thing was the preparation. You have so much good information here in the big leagues that you don't get in AAA, and I think 
his uh, first approach, first time up, was, look, I'm just going to go out there and do my thing and, and try and try and be successful like I always have. But it doesn't work that easily at the big leagues. You have to prepare. You have to study the opposition pitchers. You have to study the situation. And I think he watched Altuve and Correa and Bregman, all those guys do it, and said, wow, you know, this is there's a lot of work involved with, with succeeding at this level, even if you're super talented like those guys are and, and like he is. So he's he's uh, dedicated to that. I think, uh, you know, he's he's going to dominate AAA. I know that. Eventually he's going to dominate up here too. I'm hoping that going back for a week and a half and coming back up here, you know, today would be a good day for his first long ball. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, last thing, Jeff. We talk about players who have upped their stock, and Tyler White, to me, is, is a man that goes out there and battles, gets big hits. We saw the big game-winning home run in San Francisco, but night in and night out, he gives you a great A-B. He's, in a, he's a valuable member of your roster now, isn't he? He is, and there have been times, and I'll admit, you know, we've all sort of been hot and cold on Tyler White uh -huh. when he's come close to either uh, being traded in some package deal or potentially you know, offered uh, a lot of Japanese and Asian teams have asked about him. Uh, but right now, he's putting himself in a good position where next year, depending upon what happens, this guy could be our DH or somebody, you know, on the 25-man roster, wire to wire, and he does take good at-bats. That's his signature. Yep. Um, he's handled first base well this year, and I think he's a guy that's got some versatility. So uh, we really like what we're seeing in Tyler White right now. Astros General Manager Jeff Luno, always good to see you. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me on, guys. The Houston Astros Radio Network. That ball is gone! Steve Sparks, Robert Ford. And you can kiss it goodbye! This is the Houston Astros Radio Network.